0: Leviticus chapter six. The Lord Lord spoke to Moses when someone sins and offends the Lord by deceiving his neighbor in regard to a deposit, a security or a robbery or defrauds his neighbor or finds something lost and lies about it or swears falsely about any of the sinful things a person may do. Once he has sinned and acknowledged his guilt, he must return what he stole or defrauded, or the deposit entrusted to him, or the lost item he found, or anything else about which he swore falsely. He will make full restitution for it and add a fifth of its value to it. He is to pay it to its owner on the day he acknowledges his guilt. Then he is to bring his guilt offering to the Lord, an unblemished ram from the flock, according to your assessment of its value as a guilt offering to the priest. In this way, the priest will make atonement on his behalf before the Lord, and he will be forgiven for anything he may have done to incur guilt. The Lord spoke to Moses, Command Aaron and his sons. This is the law of the burnt offering, the burnt offering itself must remain on the altar's hearth all night until morning. While the fire of the altar is kept burning on it, the priest is to put on his linen robe and linen undergarments. He is to remove the ashes of the burnt offering. The fire has consumed on the altar and placed them beside the altar. Then he will take off his garments, put on other clothes and bring the ashes outside the camp to a ceremonially clean place. The fire on the altar is to be kept burning. It must not go out. Every morning, the priest will burn wood on the fire He is to arrange the burnt offering on the fire and burn the fat portions from the fellowship offerings on it. Fire must be kept burning on the altar continually. It must not go out. Now this is the law of the grain offering. Aaron's sons will present it before the Lord in front of the altar. The priest is to remove a handful of fine flour and olive oil from the grain offering with all the frankincense that is on the offering and burn its memorial portion on the altar as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Aaron and his sons may eat the rest of it, It is to be eaten in the form of unleavened bread in a holy place. They are to eat it in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. It must not be baked with yeast. I have assigned it as a portion from my fire offerings. It is especially holy, like the sin offering and the guilt offering. Any male among Aaron's descendants may eat it. It is a permanent portion throughout your generations from the fire offerings to the Lord. Anything that touches the offerings will become holy. The Lord spoke to Moses. This is the offering that Aaron and his sons are to present to the Lord on the day that he is anointed two quarts of fine flour as a regular grain offering, half of it in the morning and half in the evening. It is to be prepared with oil on a griddle. You are to bring it well needed. You are to present it as a grain offering of baked pieces, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The priest, who is one of Aaron's sons and will be anointed to take his place, is to prepare it. It must be completely burned as a permanent portion for the Lord every grain offering for a priest will be a whole burnt offering. It is not to be eaten. The Lord spoke to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is the law of the sin offering. The sin offering is most holy and must be slaughtered before the Lord at the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered. The priest who offers it as a sin offering will eat it. It is to be eaten in a holy place in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. Anything that touches its flesh will become holy, and if any of its blood splatters on a garment then you must wash that garment in a holy place a clay pot in which the sin offering is boiled is to be broken if it is boiled in a bronze vessel it is to be scoured and rinsed with water any male among the priests may eat it it is especially holy But no sin offering may be eaten if its blood has been brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place. It must be burned. The book of Psalms chapter five and six. book of psalm chapters five and six listen to my words this is a davidic psalm for the choir director with the flutes a davidic psalm listen to my words lord consider my sighing pay attention to the sound of my cry my king and my god for i pray to you At daybreak, Lord, you hear my voice. At daybreak, I plead my case to you and watch expectantly. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil cannot dwell with you. The boastful cannot stand in your presence. You hate evildoers. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who... Hell lies the Lord abhors a man of bloodshed and treachery, but I enter your house by the abundance of your faithful love. I bow down toward your holy temple and reverential all of you, Lord, lead me in your righteousness. Because of my adversaries, make your way straight before me, for there is nothing reliable in what they say. Destruction is within them. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongues. Punish them, God. Let them fall by their own schemes. Drive them out because of their many crimes, for they rebel against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them shout for joy forever. May you shelter them. And may those who love your name boast about you. For you, Lord, bless the righteous one. You surround him with favor like a shield. Psalm 6. For the choir director with stringed instruments according to Sheminith, a Davidic psalm. Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not discipline me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are shaking. My whole being is shaken with terror. And you, Lord, for how long? Turn, Lord, rescue me, save me because of your faithful love. For there is no remembrance of you in death who can thank you in Sheol I am weary from my groaning with my tears I dampen my pillow and drench my bed every night my eyes are swollen from grief they grow old because of all my enemies Depart from me, all evildoers, for the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea for help. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies will be ashamed and shake with terror. They will turn back and suddenly be disgraced. Proverbs chapter 21. Proverbs chapter 21. A king's heart, a king's heart is like, a king's heart is like streams of water in the Lord's hand. He directs it wherever he chooses. All a man's ways seem right to him, but the Lord Evaluates the motives. Doing what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. The lamp that guides the wicked, haughty eyes, and an arrogant heart is sin. The plans of the diligent certainly lead to profit, but anyone who is reckless certainly becomes poor. Making a misfortune through a lying tongue is a vanishing mist, a pursuit of death. The violence of the wicked sweeps them away Because they refuse to act justly. A guilty man's conduct is crooked. But the behavior of the innocent is upright. Better to live on the corner of a roof. Than to share a house with a nagging wife. A wicked person desires evil. He has no consideration for his neighbor. When a mocker is punished. The inexperienced become wiser when one teaches a wise man he acknowledge he acquires knowledge when a mocker is punished the inexperienced become wiser when one teaches a wise man he acquires knowledge the righteous one considers the house of the wicked He brings the wicked to ruin. The one who shuts his ears to the cry of the poor will himself also call out and not be answered. Will also call out and not be answered. A secret gift soothes anger and a covert bribe fears, rage, justice, Executed is a joy to the righteous, but a terror to those who practice iniquity. The man who strays from the way of wisdom will come to rest in the assembly of the departed spirits. The one who loves pleasure will become a poor man. The one who loves pleasure will become a poor man. Whoever loves wine and oil will not get rich. The wicked are a ransom for the righteous and the treacherous for the upright. Better to live in a wilderness than with a nagging and hot tempered wife. Precious treasure and oil are in the dwelling of a wise person, but a foolish man consumes them. The one who pursues righteousness and faithful love will find life, righteousness, and honor. A wise person went up against a city of warriors and brought down its secure fortress. The one who guards his mouth and tongue keeps himself out of trouble. The proud and arrogant person named Mocker acts with excessive pride. A slacker's craving will kill him because his hands refuse to work. He is filled with craving. All day long, but the righteous give and don't hold back. The sacrifice of a wicked person is detestable. How much more so when he brings it with ulterior motives, a lying witness will perish, but the one who listens will speak successfully. A wicked man puts on a bold face, but the upright man considers his way. No wisdom, no understanding, and no counsel will prevail against the Lord. A house is prepared for the day of battle. A horse is prepared for the day of battle. A horse, a horse, a horse, a horse is prepared for the day of battle, but victory comes from the Lord. But victory comes from the Lord. Colossians, Colossians chapter 4. Colossians chapter 4. Masters, supply your slaves with what is right and fair, since you know that you too have a master in heaven. Devote yourselves to prayer. Stay alert in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray for us that God may open a door to us for the message to speak the mystery of the Messiah for which I am in prison so that I may reveal it as I am required to speak. Act wisely toward outsiders making the most of the time. Your speech should always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you should answer each person. Tychicus, our dearly beloved brother, faithful servant, and fellow slave in the Lord, will tell you all the news about me. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, so that you may know how we are, and so that he may encourage your hearts. He is with Onesimus, a faithful and dearly beloved brother, who is one of you. They will tell you everything, they will tell you about everything here. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you, as does Mark, Barnabas's cousin, concerning whom you have received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. And so does Jesus, who is called justice. These alone of the circumcision are my co-workers for the kingdom of God. And they have been a comfort to me. Epipraphus, who is one of you, a slave of Christ Jesus, greets you. He is always contending for you in his prayers. He is always contending for you in his prayers so that you can stand mature and fully assured in everything God wills. For I testify about him that he works hard for you, for those in Laodicea and for those in Hierapolis. Luke, the dearly loved physician and Demas greet you. Give my greetings to the brothers in Laodicea and to Nympha in the church in her home. When this letter has been read among you, have it read also in the church of the Laodiceans and see that you also read the letter from Laodicea. And tell Archippus, pay attention to the ministry you have received in the Lord so that you can accomplish it. This greeting is in my own hand, Paul. Remember my imprisonment. Grace be with you.